0: Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way, your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me. Master, I want to see. This simple plea of blind Bartimaeus incarnates the longing of humanity throughout all time and space. It's the longing that sorry, wayward souls blinded by the darkness of the world have for the mercy, forgiveness, and light of the divine, whether those souls know it or not. St. Gregory the Great captures this universal longing, this plea, succinctly in a poem he included in a homily on this very gospel text. This is the poem I never saw your face, but those who know it spoke of it to me. Since that day, I expect your passage, and I hear that today is the day. Jesus, our light, Christ our salvation. Blinded by our darkness, far from God, we cry to Him, Jesus our light, Christ our salvation. Lost in the world without horizons, we cry to Him, Jesus our light, Christ our salvation. Harboring hope, looking forward to the encounter, we cry to Him, Jesus our light, Christ our salvation. Jesus our light. Christ our salvation. Son of David, have pity on us. Master, we want to see. This plea is the cry of God's first image bearers, Adam and Eve who were deceived by Satan and plunged into a world of darkness where sin and death reigned and where they felt so distant from their creator. This plea is the prayer of the Israelites after their idolatry angered the Lord and they were led into exile far from their homeland and from the presence of God in his holy place. This plea is the prophecy of the prophets who longed for the redemption of the people who walked in the land of deep darkness. This plea is the hope of Mary and Joseph, Elizabeth and Zechariah, Simeon and Anna, that the Lord would redeem his people. This plea is the inner bellowing of the blind and the lame, the leprous and the disabled, the destitute and the prostitute, who want to be healed and loved by the one who knit them together in their mother's womb. This is the plea of those who don't know Christ, who try to push it down as they follow the Prince of Darkness. This plea is the eager longing that aches in your heart and mine as we grapple with the sin that tries to shroud us in darkness. Jesus, our light, Christ, our salvation, Son of David, have pity on us. Master, we want to see It's fascinating to me that this gospel text just so happens to fall when the seasons are changing, the light of day is shortening, and the darkness of night is lengthening and deepening. It's a physical reminder of the seasons in our life when we feel as if we're sitting in darkness, stretching out our arms in hopes that someone anyone will be generous to us. That maybe, just maybe, we will get a sliver of the light of the divine. For some of us, those seasons of darkness are short and unnoticeable. Yet for others, it feels as if we're like poor blind Bartimaeus sitting along the road for so long, hands outstretched, calling out, but being unnoticed and alone and unloved. We're able to combat the darkness of autumn by turning back our clocks in order to lengthen the light of day. We'll do that in just a couple weeks. And we try to use similar methods in our lives when we grapple with sin, but nothing seems to work. We want true peace and prosperity, and we try to get it from political leaders, but we can't get it from political leaders. True peace and prosperity does not come through partisan vitriol and politics. We think that maybe if we gossip about others, it'll make us feel better, it'll elevate ourselves, but it really doesn't. It makes us actually feel worse and breaks relationships. Food and drink, technology and social media, although they might brighten our day, it's a false light. They don't really help us cope with our sadness and loneliness. And the lusting after others and the pornography that we watch, it won't actually help us satisfy the deep, deep longing for intimacy that we all have. And so we try all these things But none of them work. We're left sitting in darkness, eyes blinded, head hung in shame, wondering if we'll ever see light again. When will the season of darkness end? Does anyone hear me? My friends, I say to you what German theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote to those living in one of the darkest times of human history, World War II. This is what He says to those people of old and this is what He says to you. Look up. Look up. You whose gaze is fixed on the earth who are spellbind by the little events and changes on the face of the earth. Look up to these words. You who have turned away from heaven disappointed. Look up. You whose eyes are heavy with tears and who are crying over the fact that the earth has graciously torn us away. Look up, you who are burdened with guilt, you who feel as if you cannot lift your eyes. Look up. Your redemption is drawing near. Look up, friends. Jesus, our light, Christ, our salvation, the promised son of David is drawing near to you. He has heard the plea of his people. He has felt the pain of living in this body of flesh. And now he is stopping on his way to his eternal kingdom to pick you up. To pick you up off the ground with his hands that were pierced for you but are now resurrected. He's stopping to pick you up and give you back your sight so that you might see him shine with the light of forgiveness and mercy. Look up. Your redemption is drawing near. Draw near to him at this altar as he draws near to you in his most holy Eucharist. Taste and see. Taste and see the true body and blood of Jesus. This body and blood alone satisfies the deepest longings of our souls. The Lord alone is the light that comes into the world, the light that no darkness can overcome. Look up. Draw near, eat, drink, and be satisfied. Have your eyes opened to the wonders of the Lord, and then follow behind him, along with Bartimaeus and all the saints of heaven, as we continue to travel to our eternal home, the holy city Jerusalem. Jesus, our light. Christ, our salvation, Son of David, you have had pity on us. Thanks be to God. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.